Thanks for joining us here on the Light San Diego podcast. This sermon was recorded in Encinitas, California. For more information, please visit us at lightsandiego.com. I was born in Phoenix, Arizona, uh, which makes me by birth a Phoenix Suns fan. And before you start rolling your eyes, you got to know that there was this magic era in the early 90s with the Phoenix Suns. And that's when I was at my prime, a little boy sitting next to my dad, watching Charles Barkley and Kevin Johnson. And then we'd go into the front yard and we would uh, play basketball. My dad was six foot four and I was the tiniest kid in my class and I'd dribble in between his legs. I just, I loved basketball growing up. And a few years ago, my dad invited me to a really special trip and we went to Arizona and we sat and watched the Phoenix Suns play in Phoenix. And as we were there, um, in the midst of all the, the fun and the nostalgia, probably had one of the most significant conversations I've ever had with my dad. He began to describe to me uh, his journey of how we moved from Phoenix to San Diego, all on faith. He talked about this time when he, the, the company he helped start um, began to take a turn and he was kind of muscled out of something that he began and uh, he would go into his office and he would pray for hours seeking the Lord. And it was in that moment that God gave him a call and a direction to his life, which led him to move our family, uh, his, his wife and four young kids to a city where we knew no one and we had no family. And he went to law school and pursued this whole career all based on faith. And as he's telling me this, it's, he's telling me the highs and the lows and the faith and the flaw and, and all of these things going on. I'm realizing something, that my life is built upon the faith of my father. And not faith in, in a religious sense. I'm talking about literal acts of faith. That the city I live in, the church that we get to help lead, the woman I married, all of these massive um, intersections of my life all get traced back to my dad and his faith. The author of Hebrews um, takes time towards the end of his letter to talk about these fathers of the faith. He talks about these significant figures throughout biblical history who helped lead up to the, the person and ministry, the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And if you read through Hebrews chapter 11, it's often called the Hall of Faith. And you read about these people that uh, within kind of the Christian subculture, we've turned into heroes. People like Abraham and Joseph, Jacob, Moses, Samson, Gideon, David, Samuel. And as you're reading down that list um, of both men and women, I you begin to start realizing something that these are incredibly flawed individuals. And by flawed, I'm talking about some of these people um, were deceivers and murderers. Some of these people did uh, wild and rebellious things. They, you're actually looking at these people and you're like, I don't know if I would even hire any of these people uh, to work at our church. But yet there is this string woven throughout every single one of these flawed individuals and it's faith. And so on this Father's Day, I, I want to invite you in 
to thinking about how faith plays a role in legacy, how when we listen to the heart and the call of God, it shapes not only our future, but the future that's ahead of us. If you're watching this and if you're a father, I want to encourage you. There's going to be moments in your life that God is going to ask you to trust Him. And it's in those moments of faith that you can't lean on your past, your flaws. You can't lean on something that you can see or strategize. All you have is a relationship. And oftentimes I believe the enemy can step in specifically to fathers and to begin to start having us rehearse our past, rehearse the flaws that are so easy to focus on. But it's the Holy Spirit that doesn't call us into perfection. He doesn't call us into some sort of self-righteousness. He calls us to faith. That's our response. And I know that some of you are watching this. Father's Day is an interesting day because you didn't have an earthly father um, at your side watching basketball with you. And then maybe this is even a pain, painful day for you. But here's the point of the sermon. It is not just to call us to faith. Because again, if you look at this, this hall of faith, you, what you see is, is individuals who fell short all the time, who missed the mark, which is literally the translation in the Bible for the word sin. What you start seeing as you look at the faith of the, these, these people throughout biblical history is it begins to start illuminating something more powerful than the faith of an individual. What it illuminates is not just the faith of man, but the faithfulness of God. And that's what I want us to focus on this Father's Day, is that our response in faith begins not with our decision. It doesn't begin with our willpower. It begins because we have a God who's come close to us. He stepped towards us. If you look at this list, you look at Abraham. God showed up and chose Abraham when he was no one and said, I'm going to make a great nation out of you. And then in that moment, he promises himself to Abraham through a word called covenant. And a covenant it would be similar to a contract other than the fact it's incredibly more binding. And in the midst of the covenant, he promises himself that he'll be responsible for it. You look at Moses, who's listed in, in, that, in that list of men who had this strong faith. And what you see is, once again, covenant. It's God calling the people. I love Chris Wright, who's a commentator, talks about how the Exodus story is not a move from slavery to freedom. It's a movement from slavery to covenant. Covenant is a relational term. It's the strongest relational term. And so on this Father's Day, would we remember that we have a faithful Father? Matter of fact, in 2 Timothy, Paul writes to his, uh, his son in the faith, and he says, even when we're faithless, God is still faithful, for he cannot deny himself. And so to use this illustration of a, of a basketball, and if we think of faith, as as us shooting and, and maybe missing the mark. When God steps in, what we find is that that 10-foot hoop all of a sudden gets a lot lower. There's still a response from us. 
There's still an acting out of our trust and our faith in God. But through Jesus Christ, he came low. Through his covenant, he promised his love and his mercy to us. This is the father that we get to all look to. When Jesus came to earth, he chose to reveal our relationship to God, primarily one as children to a father. And that was in the moment in history when similarly today, there was an absence of what a father actually looked like. So what does God give us? He gives us a new picture of the faithfulness of a father. Henry Nouwen, who's one of my favorite authors, um, has this amazing quote uh, about the faithfulness of God's covenant love towards us. He says, when God makes a covenant with us, God says, I will love you with an everlasting love. I will be faithful to you even when you run away from me, reject me or betray me. In our society, we don't speak much about covenants. We speak about contracts. When we make a contract with a person, we say, I will fulfill my part as long as you fulfill yours. When you don't live up to your promises, I no longer have to live up to mine. Contracts are often broken because the partners are unwilling or unable to be faithful to their terms. But God didn't make a contract with us. God made a covenant with us. And God wants our relationships with one another to reflect that covenant. That's why things like marriage, friendship, life in community, they're always to give visibility to God's faithfulness in our lives together. Know that on this day, if, if you have a father, even a spiritual father, it's, it's a great opportunity to honor them. But it's also a great opportunity to remember the faithfulness of our father, the heavenly father, who through his love promised himself to us through covenant, the new covenant specifically given through Jesus Christ, that we now have access to a whole different relationship. And that even in the midst of our flaws, God is not asking for perfection. He's asking for faith. So would our response today, number one, be to reflect on the faithfulness of God and out of response to that, would we step into faith and a life of radical trust in the God who loves us with everything that he is. Heavenly Father, we thank you for today. We thank you that you have promised yourself to us Lord, as a father and anyone who's watching this as a father, would you teach us and instruct us on how to love our children the way you love us? Lord, I pray that you would ingrain in us, pour into us an understanding of what it means to be loved in this kind of way. And Lord, I pray that that would spill over into how we love one another. Lord, we thank you for your covenant faithful love towards us and that we can rest in you as our father in jesus name amen thanks for joining us here on the light san diego podcast this sermon was recorded in encinitas california for more information please visit us at lightsandiego.com Thank you.